I'm feared. I'm scared. And he goes, he goes, as I get close to the ring, I become like a lion. And he goes, I duck under the, co- duck under, I went to say duck under the covers. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> Welcome to Do You Know What I Mean podcast. I'm comedian James Kilverton. And I'm Liam Senior, producer and co-host. And this is the show where we talk about all things from comedy, boxing, and we just have a bit of crack. So if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit the subscribe button or follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. I like your top. Thanks, mate. Where's it from? Uh, it's an ice hockey make. So called Violent Gentleman. There's some backstory about a big hockey game years ago where these glads beat the shit out of each other. One went off injured, came back on, scored the winner, that kind of thing. And then it became a tradition after hockey games to shake hands. Yeah. So you've literally just been like brain someone in the face and then afterwards you're like, good game, mate. Yeah, because is that the right, is the, is the right word for that the same one as um, Sean Williams Scott plays in the film Goon? Goon, ah, oh, one of my favourite films. Yeah, so he's like an enforcer basically. Yeah. Yeah, love that, that Is that the right word to use though, goon. Yeah, you would, so you would be called a goon. Goon's like what we'd say, like, oh, he's a, he's a bit of a goon on the ice, but the official term would be an enforcer because you're there to protect the best player. Like in football terminology, it'd be like, be like someone just playing on the same side of the pitch as Messi. Yeah. But every time someone got near Messi, they'd fucking, so that people yeah. think twice about getting stuck in because they know this other lad's going to be there kind of thing. So can you just run over and fight or do you have to... Does it have to be like, let's fight now? Because I've seen them drop the sticks. Is, yeah. is that how it's got to go? Yeah. So you're allowed to just run over. Would you get sent off if you just whack someone? Yeah. Or, so there's loads of different penalties in hockey. So like slashing or hooking or whatever, but you've got roughing and other, other sort of other penalties like that. But you could be in the middle of a game. Like there's been games before where the referee's blown up, like blowing his whistle, dropped the puck and the whole, everyone on the ice has just dropped the gloves and started fighting. It was like a big rivalry. The, everyone knew it was going to happen. So you can just literally do, like fight whenever yeah. you want and the referee will just blow the whistle. And then depending on the fight, depending on what happened, how it happened, or if you keep doing it, you might get sin bin for 10 minutes or you might get game misconduct. Yeah, yeah. The game. So the referee comes up, she goes, game misconduct. So it, who's it, who's, who decides when the fight stops? Usually the people... F- no, usually the referees will, it'll come to a, like a bit of a grapple. They'll get a bit stuck. Like in UFC, you know, if they're like all kind of stuck, it stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The referee will bring an arm in and then the, the linesman, everyone will kind of yep. hit yourself in the face of the microphone. The, the liner will like, um, yeah, like pull it separate apart. everyone. And yeah, and the referee will just kind of stand back and watch so that he knows who to give penalties to. Yeah, yeah. Who's been scrapping. So yeah, violent gentleman, punch in the face, shake your hand. But this, they, they do a load of t-shirts. So in the second fit, Goon 2. Yep. There's people in the crowd with these t-shirts on that say Halifax, which All is right. the team he plays for. So you can get loads of different teams, but they brought this one out after Russia invaded Ukraine. It's just, because it's normally like Enforce. It's cool. Vancouver, Enforce. The cool, Chicago, I, I, I love the colours of um, the Ukraine flag. Yeah, yeah. Colours are just nice, aren't they? Yeah. I've got nice. a Ukraine flag over there, I think. Somewhere. Yeah, the, um, <laughs> props. obviously Usyk the boxer. Yeah. And uh, Lomachenko. Yeah. They always come out with the colours on, don't they? Mm-hmm. So like, it's just like a good colour, isn't it? The colours are like a nice colour. Yeah, it looks you good. Know? Like it's Klitschko Ukrainian. Yep, Kl- yeah, yeah. Klitschko, both Klitschkos, obviously both of them. Yeah, yeah. Just a bit one. weird if one wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One was born on holiday. <laughs> Doctor Steelhammer. Yeah, both doctors as well were PhDs. Are they? Yeah, both PhDs. Oh. Obviously, very clever, aren't they? Yeah. Like, like I think their IQ is insane. Yeah, that must you know? lean really well to boxing, though. If you're like mentally really clever, like yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, 
like I say, like but Vitali Vitali was the um Vitali was the the strong well, both of them were amazing boxers, but mm. Vitali was the one Emmanuel Stewart described them as Vitali Klitschko was made out of like made out of steel. Yeah. Like made out of steel. Um and like but I think it was steel. I think he described it as Vitali Klitschko was made out of steel because I like 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 rock because he was solid. But Vladimir was made out of clay because he was easy to mould. So like he said, he said like he said, say you show uh, Vladimir Klitschko a technique on the pads. Um, Vladimir would like he'd be apparently like just so f- like fast at learning it. Yeah, but you need to show Vitali a bit more. But Vitali wouldn't break so easy. Yeah, do you get what I mean? He was just he was solid. You know, like I mean, he fought Lennox Lewis over a life, and he gave Lennox Lewis a life and death fight. Like um, wow. And it was when Lennox was, he, he, and he'd come on short notice. It was, mm. have you ever, never seen the Klitschko documentary? I don't think so. It's brilliant. Yeah. Really good. It's good. Talks about the, like, deal, I like stuff it? like that. I like sports Very, very clever. Manny Pacquiao's documentary is really good as yeah. well. Like that, that's like such a good documentary when he talks about, like obviously being from the Philippines, he goes back yeah. to his old village. He was like brought up in a hut. Yeah. You know, like in the Philippines and he used to like go fishing for the food. Like it, it, it's insane, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. And then he left home, at, I think 14 or 15 to like, like, get a professional but I think he started professional boxing at 15 year old Manny Pacquiao and he was like just like obviously just just and he lost quite early on in his pro career as well mm-hmm. but then he just kept going and then he just became a superstar didn't he and then it, obviously the big rivalry with Floyd Mayover and like you know like in, in so many numerous world titles it was yeah. he's made his money now like but the both if you think about the both come from like hard times I mean I think um, Klitschko's dad was involved in the army um, and all that and, and obviously Pacquiao came from like a bit of a like a, obviously he came from a very deprived area but they both ended up like I think Pacquiao's like high up in the Philippines now isn't he he's yeah. one of the one of the main people in the I don't know what he's doing what like he's like in the government isn't it yeah Manny Is Pacquiao he? have a look now have a look on yeah. the Manny Pacquiao he's, he's something to do with the I'm almost certain he is definitely yeah it'll come up as soon as you say it won't it just as soon as you put Manny Pacquiao and he's he's should, should put politics or something after it'll come it will say on his Wikipedia. Is it say that? Is yeah. that what it says? Yeah. What does it say? I can't see you. An argument we lost, Enzo. All right, here we go. Emmanuel da Pidron. Just Pacquiao say Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao Sr. He's a Filipino politician and former professional boxer, nicknamed Pac-Man. Yep. He's regarded as one of the greatest professional boxers of all time. He served as the Senator of the Philippines from 2016 to 2022. Pacquiao is, is the only eight division world champion in the history of boxing and has won 12 major titles. Didn't he, say in that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he was the first boxer to win the, is it lineal championship? Yeah, in yeah, like, he was. In Lin- five different weight classes. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. So imagine having someone like coming up to you and talking to you about politics and you think, who's this geek? And then mm. just punch your head in. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so... That's the type of person. And he's so smiley. Yeah. Have you ever seen him walking in the ring? Mm. He's so smiley. Like, yeah. it's so scary. Yeah. Smiling, like, as if he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, and he's going to fight someone. Oh, and you think, like, yeah. imagine thinking, like, why is he not angry? Why is he not focused? Yeah. But Mike Tyson talks about when he, he, he um, used to go in the ring, he used to be scared to death. You couldn't mm. think of Mike Tyson being scared, could no. you? You said he was thinking about nerves as well, because I, I think actually on another episode, you get nervous before comedy, and 
yeah yeah boxing where keeps you on your toes doesn't it oh yeah you've got yeah if you're not nervous you're not you maybe you don't care or he go, you're not as prepared as you thought you were. He goes, were. as I was walking in the ring, <laughs> he goes, as I was walking in the ring, I'm feared, I'm scared. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, as they get close to the ring, I become like a lion. <laughs> and he goes, I duck under the, duck under, I went to say duck under the covers. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. <laughs> as I duck under the ropes, he goes, I don't take my eyes off my opponent. He goes, he goes as soon as I see them look away, as soon as I see them look away, I notice there's a chink in their armor, <laughs> and I know I'm going to devour them. It's <laughs> so I'm, like sinister, isn't yeah, it? and he uses so many words, like, yeah. like so many words, like I'm just ferocious, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like words that you would probably avoid if you had a list. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, he's such a cool I'm guy, such a isn't he? Mike fire. Mate, yeah. <laughs> he's such a J- Jamie Fox done a um, when Jamie Fox was doing stand up years yeah. ago. I think he was in Brooklyn, mm. and he used to do a, a joke on Mike Tyson. Um, ordering from the drive-thru yeah and, and about ordering some coleslaw right and he's like oh, can i have some slaw can i have some slaw you know like that and he said uh he'd done this joke one night and he said um he said it wasn't as like a bigger reaction as he should have got yeah and he said and all he heard in the crowd is mike is in here <laughs> <laughs> and he was like and then he said you always get that one woman at the front door do your little joke jamie <laughs> he goes, the champ said it's all right <laughs> he said and he was like oh he said but then obviously they've got on really well yeah. they're good friends yeah he said but he was thinking oh like like I, I, like i mean a person to take the piss out of it's like until like yeah it's just like anyone, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like someone like Mike Tyson. Imagine taking a piss out of Mike Tyson and then like him just being there. Yeah. Like that, that feeling. Of and he's in a bad mood. Oh yeah. Ooh. I think he's so chilled out now though, isn't he? He does yeah. the podcast himself, doesn't he? And yeah, he's just yeah. chilled out. He's, I, I, a guy I'd really like to meet actually. I'd, yeah. I'd love to meet Mike Tyson and have a chat with him. Like a, like a one-to-one chat. There's a, yeah. Who would you like to meet if you, if you, if you had to, if you could pick anyone from, from even, even from alive now or yeah. dead, who would you like to meet? This isn't the most like, amazing answer it's not like i'm gonna you know what's his name like uh winston churchill or anyone yeah yeah there's someone i really want to meet at the moment um peter mckinnon who is a photographer and youtuber from toronto in canada yep uh, love watching his channel he's he's really good at what he does and his videos are always really interesting and he's, he's his youtube story is like quite interesting it's, it's quite a unique one where he just made that decision to go full-time and then just one of his early videos just went viral and he just started to grow and grow and grow. And I'd just love to like hang out with him, I think, and go for a coffee it's, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, cool. No, it's, 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 there's a few people. I'd love to meet Luke Combs, talk with Luke Combs, mm-hmm. the country singer. Just like, because he's just a cool guy, isn't he? Yeah. Just like, he's so talented. Like, and he's just like, like he's so normal. Yeah. You see, what was the podcast uh, thing you only showed me on? He did it with Kayla Presley, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Kayla Presley, that was really funny. And he's got good crack as well. You can see he's got yeah. good crack. But I always think, me and Alex Law were talking about I was gigging with Alex at the weekend. I'd done the show yeah. support for Alex. Shout out to episode one of the podcast. Yeah, actually. yeah. Great guy. We were talking about um, viral videos the other day. Mm-hmm. And Alex was talking about how different it is nowadays and how easy, it, not easy. I'm not saying it's easy because it's not easy at all. And we, even from this, you know, it's not easy. But like how you can just get that viral video. Yeah. But Cryo's read it with a machine. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who've had these viral videos and it's just boom. That's it. it they've just, it? they've just KSI and uh Jake Paul, Logan Paul, but they work hard. There's a lot of work behind it. You can't just, yeah. don't get me wrong. There's probably, I don't know. I don't think there's anyone who's, I think if you were lucky, mm. it wouldn't carry on. If you get what I mean? Yeah. I think if you had a viral video and you went massive with it, like yeah. if it went, I don't think it would carry on if, if you didn't jump on the momentum. Yeah. Well, that's it. You've got to, 
you know keep feeding it i guess to, to yeah keep yeah um they always say that with youtube example that you need to post like a hundred videos before you learn what you need to be doing yeah, of course you do and, and it's just if you do a hundred videos there's a one in a hundred chance and there's, there's a, pro- there's, a proof, viral, there's a proof there's a proof was um you've also got to be likable mm. because like obviously big brother i'm yeah. a celebrity like them type of them type of shows you forget them yeah. The people who've been on them, obviously, I'm a celebrity. Maybe it's a bit more well known to celebrities. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who've been on Big Brother over the years, and you're like, yeah. oh, they're big for like a year. Oh, is that Love f- Island? There's always yeah, someone coming out of that every year, and they're, they're suddenly like a like a influence big, for celeb, and then they kind of tail off for a bit. Then they might it's it's keeping the it Daily up, Mail it? or something. And, so it's yeah. hat off to the people who keep it up as well, you know. Yeah, and keep um keep it up with like stuff like that. But yeah, if you've got people who are like they've built on that momentum, then you think about someone like. Was it that guy at Scouser Craig who won the first ever Big Brother? Yeah, I, I only remember. That the, is a I only remember the Big Brother from years ago when yeah. a, when a, there was a guy called was it Sandy who escaped? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. escaped from Big Brother and it's like <laughs> don't fuck all for him. <laughs> you know, like, I can't remember his like, name. Like, like, is it Sandy? Yeah. Was it Sandy type guy? Was it Sandy? I'm sure it was Sandy. Only times I say Sandy. Oh my God, Sandy, Sandy Big Brother. I'm sure it was. Was it? Was it? Sandy Cumming was a housemate in Big Brother 3. Sandy decided to leave the house on day 19 uh, due to being bored of the house. While the other housemates were watching a football match on day 20, Sandy urinated in a bin and climbed over the wall, escaping the house and walking from the game. Why didn't he just say, I want to leave? Yeah. Make a big song. Well, we wouldn't be talking about it now, I suppose. Yeah, but no one's talking about no, it. No, no, yeah. no one's like, oh yeah, Sandy, yeah, yeah it's done so good for you. I, I wonder what he's doing now. Yeah. Type his name in. What's Sandy doing now? Sandy Cummins, the guy who escaped from Big Brother season three. What is he doing now? Is he alive? There he is. Look at him, he looks like Vic Reeves. What does he do though? This, this, this looks like a profile from My Space. Big Brother. It's like Sandy likes cycling and he's a woman's personal shopper for a large department store. Yeah, but what does he do now? It must, yeah. is it, this must be from ages ago, this one. Does it not say? Have you got nothing on him? Sandy Cummins? Is he still alive? Big Brother, is it even big no more? Well, it, is it even going? Well, he did the last series like, for, uh, I want to say three, four years ago, five years ago, maybe? 2018-ish? 2019? It was the last series. And there was a lad who won it. It was a young lad who who's grown up watching it. Like he was obsessed, and he was the last ever winner. Yeah. Um, guy used to work for his brother was in it as well. Um, in right. that series. And then it was like, right, that's the end. It's all it's all done, dusted. Everyone's dead, emotional. And then I think like ITV have bought it now or something. It's been on channel. It's started on channel four. Went to channel five. I don't I'm watch pretty telly. Sure ITV have bought it. I don't watch telly. Uh, so watch streaming stuff now. I, 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 I like. I was talking to a comic about this before. I was on live at the Apollo, one of my mates. Um, and I said to him, because he's a really good comic. Mm. I said, it's quite, I mean, live at the Apollo is great to go on live at the Apollo. Mm. Anyone, if, if you got asked to go on live at the Apollo, oh, yeah. it'd be stupid not to go on it. Yeah. But I said, it must be quite sad for some comics who go on it now. And it's just not like as big as it was mm. like years ago when like yeah. all the comics were coming through. Because that's the only way we had comedy, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, not the only way, but... Mm. YouTube was nowhere near as big. Yeah. Now you can type people into YouTube and you get all type of videos. Yeah. Oh yeah. YouTube was just, was was a different when it first started. It was just somewhere to host you a video you'd done. 
I know, YouTube, I, I don't even know, what the, I wonder what the first video I ever watched on YouTube was. Mm. Like, I wonder what, like, like, I remember obviously it coming out, I can't remember, wait, what, when was it, when did YouTube come out? Early noughties, maybe? 2005? Yeah. Mid, mid noughties. 2005, we were leaving school then, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. That was the year we left school, wasn't it? Yeah, so it launched on Valentine's Day in our final school year. Mm. 2005. You're probably too busy giving out roses to all your, all your girlfriends and side chicks in school, weren't you? They were giving it to me. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I'm going to go for a quick oh, piss. James. I'm going to have a quick break. I need a piss. Yeah, man. So you said about Valentine's Day, I need a piss. <laughs> you got excited. <laughs> 2005, the year we left school. Yeah. What was your school like? It was a weird one, really. Because my teachers were, my teachers were parents. My parents were teachers. Um, my mum was a teacher. And, yeah, she was. A, she worked, um, you remember me saying about the school? Yeah, yeah. Used to rope you in the office, didn't she? Um, but so they both taught at different schools. They both taught at different schools, and then I, me and my sister went to another school. It was like we were like grew up in quite a nice area and stuff. And then the school was like smack bang in the middle of a of a council estate, and then you had sort of different areas feeding in. So we had a mix of everything really. So it was rough. Like I got punched in the face my first day I was there. Why? I don't know. Something I probably said. It's probably chewy. wasn't used to people <laughs> not getting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you had really like academic students as well. So like you normally got a mix of good results and then a bit rough. I think after, it was a it was pretty rough, but it's not as rough. Who as was the guy who punched in the face? Your teacher, Chris Duckett. <laughs> his name was what? Chris Duckett. Are you friends with him? Friends. We're still Facebook friends. Yeah, he's really into his motocross and stuff now. Um, mm. I don't know if he'll be watching. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll let him off. We were all 11, so. <laughs> yeah, 11-year-old. 11 11-year-old, yeah. if he gets a bit older to like 15, that's when you start going, all right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll get that motherfucker back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one day. <laughs> he'll get his. <laughs> <laughs> he'll get his up, Kevin. Yeah. What was your school like? Um, Big. It was like, like obviously... It's just a normal school, I suppose, but big. There's a lot of people. I think there's 250, 300 people in our year. Wow. I think, per year, I think. That is massive. Uh, there was a lot of people in our school. Yeah. Um, kept in touch with quite a lot. I've kept in touch with quite a lot, but I went straight from school. I went straight into, like, plastering and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's an apprenticeship type thing. And I found it dead strange because all my mates, like, who were at school at the time, went to, like, sixth form. Mm. And I was already on site with, like, guys. Yeah. Big airy ass blokes. You know, were like taking the piss out of me. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And like I was trying to get you to lift a bucket you're inside. Yeah, or yeah, all that type of stuff. And joining in with the, the joining in with all the, the crack with them. Yeah. Which it was dead weird because sometimes I'd go and meet some of my old friends and they yeah. felt, I felt like they were kids. Yeah. Even though like they were the same age as me. Because it'd be like on a Friday, they'd be like, like at work, I'd be like, oh, we'll go to the pub. <laughs> you know, like, and yeah. uh, do you want a pint, son? I'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm 15. <laughs> no, I'm not, no, I wasn't like, yeah, but yeah. no, I, I wouldn't anyway. I'd be like, but I'd be like, with all the lads, even from like 15, 16 year old, and then like constantly like with like just blokes. So yeah. by the time I got to like 17, I think like some of my mates were like in college, like going yeah. into uni and I, I, I was already coming out my apprenticeship and yeah driving and stuff and, and, and money and and work vans and driving about in work vans and and like just like i went to a college like a which is locked down now not locked down knocked down not locked down knocked down um one day a week i remember my um my gaffer craig at the time saying to me why are they sending you to bloody college like because i wanted to get me mvq yeah 
it was me mum more than anything. My yeah. mum was like, you need an MVQ. If you're doing it, you might as well get something for yeah. it. Like, he was yeah. like, it's a load of rubbish. <laughs> and he was like, and he wasn't being a dick. He was just being straight. He was like, and I had yeah. to go on a Thursday, I think. I think I had to go on a Thursday. He was sound yeah. Craig, though. My gaffer was funny. Um, and it used to like put him in the shit. And now I know why, because obviously <laughs> as a plasterer, yeah. he wouldn't have me on a Thursday, even to like carry things and do something. He'd be like, fucking hell. Like, You're at college tomorrow, aren't you? I'm on so and so and so. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, excited to do it. Yeah. And um, sometimes every now and again, I used to finish college early in Middlesbrough. I'd get the train back home. And like, I'd, I'd, I'd like be thinking, oh yeah, I got half a day. And then every now and again, he'd drive past me in the van and go, where the fucking hell are you going, son? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I finished early. Fuck it Didn't out. you want to text me and tell me? But yeah. he'd let, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't bring me into work. Yeah. But he was totally right with what he was saying. Yeah. Because, because we what to, I used to know he knew. No, because we were. used to work in people's houses. Yeah. And no one, I've never ever had someone come to my house, right, and ask him to show me the City and Guilds or the MVQ. Have no. you? No. Have you ever had a workman in your house who's a plumber or something and say to them, Oh, before you fix that toilet, yeah. uh, have, you got, have you got an MVQ3? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You just yeah. assume they're a plumb, you know? Yeah. And it's right, and I said this to um, one of the apprentices we had when I was a plasterer. I had an apprentice work with us, and I was like, you don't need, you don't need, you, you can actually pay for them. If you've worked long yeah. enough on site, you can, you know, yeah. and, you, and he was, Someone can say, he right, was better you've, than all of us in the all. end. He was better than all of us. Yeah. Because at one time they came out to do this assessment on me, and, and, it's just a lot. It's a lot of bullshit, to be honest. I'm not saying that people don't go and get your MVQs, go and get them, yeah. but it is. It's, it's a good way to get into it, I guess, isn't it? But not when it's like plastering or <laughs> you're either good at it or not. You can learn it, can you, on the yeah. job? Yeah. You know, you know, you just learn it on the job. You're not going to, yeah. you know, they were like teaching us stuff in college that like you'd never, ever use, <laughs> ever. Yeah. You know, like, like work, <laughs> you know, like just crap. Yeah. You know, like you just wouldn't like. Yeah, it's you know, not a plasterer that's written the, yeah, the yeah. course, is it? So it'll all be like really academic when it's like, fuck it, shut up, just do this. Yeah, yeah, just like put some shit on the wall. Yeah, and then make it, and as, make smooth it, as, make it as smooth as you can. Yeah, <laughs> try and straighten it as much as you can. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Of, but obviously I understand with like, obviously doctors and, and even mm. electricians, even as like yeah. um, electricians on the building site, so you have to have like you have oh, yeah. qualifications cost you or you kill yourself. Yeah, or someone else. But not when you're doing fucking bricklaying or plastering. <laughs> and that's not like, and I can say that because I was a plasterer. Yeah. You can't say, oh yeah, you're talking down. It's not, it's a good job. It's good money. Oh yeah. Plenty of money in it. That's why I think when we were growing up, it was like almost a threat. It was like, if you don't study, if you don't work hard and get your qualifications, you'll end up, you know, working on a building site all day. But, well, that's what it was like in our school. Whereas, I don't know, I think, People should be encouraged to get a trade. I think if you've got a trade to fall back on, you'll you'll always be all right. Yeah, yeah. I think as well, it's just like with building, you make a lot of money. Mm. Like everyone needs builders, don't they? Yeah. Um, I I I couldn't have done like a a, a normal like I couldn't have. Well, mm. I went offshore, didn't I? I went working offshore, and that was great. It was you great work fun. Worked offshore, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, but when I when I was like, I couldn't have done a normal job like. I say a normal job. I don't know what what is a normal job. How do you? How would you? Would you say that working in an office? I don't think I could have worked in an office. No. Don't think I could have. I quite enjoyed the office environment. Like, because I, 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 my first jobs worked at I worked at Mackey's when I was in college, and then I started working for Game Station. So I was like in retail. Yeah. And then I I done all right at school. I got a couple, few after well, I got I, I passed a couple of A levels. Um, then just working in retail thinking, well... What retail were you working in? 
So it was uh, Game Station. So Game Station is that gone now, isn't it? Yeah, it was bought by Game. Yeah, I remember. And then Game are struggling. I think they might be wrapping like they've closed loads of stores and put like little mini stores inside yeah, and like other Sports stores. Direct and stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a shame. Cause it used to be class. I popped into uh, is it CEX? Yeah, CEX. Yeah. Um, and that felt very familiar. Like that's quite like what Game Station was like. Was that um, your first job? Yeah. First, you do, what was your very first? Did you do the paper rounds or anything? Oh, yeah, I had a paper round. And I, yeah. I had a paper round when I was about. I was just before I was 12, uh, just before I was 13, I think. And I had that for a good few years. I had a big old round and I had a BMX that had no gears. Yeah. It was a massive hill. I had a finish. BMX. You had yeah. stump pegs on it. Oh yeah, just the back though. To be yeah, cool. same here. Yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me a pegger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, that, peg, yeah. that was hard work. That I had to do an old people's home in the morning and then massive round. And then in the weekends, I had two massive bags. So my dad would run me down to the post office and then I would walk up with my first bag and my dad would just drive to the next, like the first house on the second bag and just dump it on the floor in the middle of the village. <laughs> like, yeah, just load yeah. of newspapers and I'd eventually get it. And be like, <laughs> the, Christmas we, tips were good. I used to, I used to have a, a, a blazer. Oh. A bike called the blazer. Ah, right. I think when you were wearing like- No, wearing no, BMX. A BMX, yeah. right? It was green and silver. I got it from Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Well, my mum got me it from Toys R Us. Yeah. Another and, shop was uh, closed. And um, my mate Andy, I grew up with, he was into his bikes and that as well. Can you remember like mongooses and all that? Like yeah, the bikes yeah, and like yeah. had all different different names like yeah. for the, and uh People get like he different was like, metal dust caps for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He's to steal those caps. Yeah, what did you all go around cars like <laughs> dare you? <laughs> <laughs> we had like a box of dust caps yeah. that used to steal and think you could make a fortune on them, blue ones and we'll like, melt these down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. You know, like we never said melt them down like <laughs> Get them weighed in. Say <laughs> we'd sell them. You know, like I had some um yeah. But we had a, I had a, a BMX uh, with silver and green, a blazer. Yeah. And I told my mate when I was, uh, he was looking through this magazine. It was like, and I, and I said, oh, I just made up a, a lie. Yeah. I didn't used to lie as well much when I was younger, yeah. but I just felt like I had to. Yeah. And he was like, oh, where'd you get your bike from? And I just said, oh, it was from like a bike shop. It was from yeah. Toys R Us. And then I told him it was the third best BMX in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a blazer, right? Called the blazer. Yeah. That's blazer. why it's called the blazer. <laughs> right? And, um, Anyway, we were on, um, my other mate had some steps at his house. I went up like to the house, like some steps outside his house. Yeah. was like on a little bit of a, like a, a, a bank going up yeah. and had some steps at the bottom. And, and we were like going down the steps, you know, on, on yeah. the bike, you know, and like, Thinking I was always that. a bit like that. And Still I, 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 escape video. And I'd done it on the, uh, yeah, I'd done it on the, on the blazer, on the blazer, right? End up in any. Done on the blazer and the back tire just fucked, you know, like it was going, it was yeah. going, and I'm a mate, it was going, I thought it was the third best bike. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's always a dodgy tire. You know, like, it was like all fucked wobbling up. Yeah. I push it home, <laughs> fuming. And then, um, but we used to, Jackass had just came out. Yeah. And Jackass was like, and like, my mate had a video recorder. Yeah. Um, I ding, wish ding, I still had this ding. video, right? Um, and we thought we'll make our own show. Yeah. We'll call it the Freaky Biscuit Show. Freaky Biscuit Show. I swear to God. That cool. Freak, we thought, and we put my mate in a suitcase, right? Yeah. Yeah. At the top of his at the top of his stairs. Me and my mate Andy put a lad called Nathan in a, a suitcase. And we like st- like he was like inside and he goes, you know, before the video. It was when videos, you know when you used to make a video and there was no sound? Yeah. And uh literally like, oh, it was so funny, this. Uh, do you know what? I'll never ever see this video again now, obviously, but yeah. but we put him in, and he goes like that before it, and we zip him up. And, like, we were, like, trying to... He was weird, he weird a bit, yeah. so we were, like, trying to push him up the edge of the... Yeah. And obviously, he's just being just stupid. Yeah, and instead of it, like, going down straight, thinking it would, 
<laughs> fucking flipped on the first step. <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking flipped him. Could have oh, killed him. <laughs> yeah, could have snapped it. Could have killed him. Yeah. Didn't have no padding in it or anything. No. He just fucking rolled. You know, like, like flipped. Like, yeah. it was like, and then later on, he, he went on my mate's roof and took his shit off his roof into a wheelie bin. You know, like, right. just to like, yeah, freaky biscuit, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Dirty Sanchez. Or I was like, I was a shit house, you know, jump yeah. into a little bush. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Rad, man. Like, you don't know Des, fuck off. <laughs> don't know Wheelie on the Fuck off, I'm the creator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys used to have those, like, finger skateboards? They were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ollieing with them. Yeah. But yeah. That's why, my, that's why my fingering's so good. <laughs> Doing all that. Really good dexterity. Yeah. Finger skateboards. They even had finger blades. I didn't have finger blades, but they had like, I used to have a pair of aggressive blades. Yeah, yeah. Aggressive. Remember them. Yeah. Solid, do you know, my, my, my mum and dad got me them for my birthday. Solomon ST1s, right? Solomon, they were decent. 140 pound. Have yeah. a look at them now. Solomon ST1s, white ones. Um, Because all my mates started going to the skate park. But we were in such a cool, like, age group, weren't we? That, that's yeah, them, that's yeah. them. I met had a pair of them. Right? Didn't make me skate any better. That. Yeah? Fucking mint blades. Yeah. You said just I like, look the part. I just wax cool. a curb, wouldn't you? Like, oh, wax a curb. Don't yeah. go on about that. Wax a curb. <laughs> I made my own wax, right? Yeah. So it was like soap, <laughs> oh, and, can- <laughs> soap and candle, right? And I called it turd wax because it just went all brown. Yeah. So it looked like a turd, right? <laughs> so me and, me and my mate took it, the same lad, Andy. We used to get yeah. up with loads. It's like, no good. <laughs> And there was a bank near our house and we waxed his curb. And he said to me, he said, if you, if you melt the wax on, it works better for the blades. It fucking did, by the way. Yeah. So right, we, had a, we had a lighter and we were melting the wax like for ages, you know, yeah. and this whole curb was just fully like, you know, like it just waxed yeah. loads. And uh, he said, go on then. And he like, he was like ready to like, he was like, go on then. So like I went down the bank, you know, <laughs> and I remember getting him. I was a shit. Like yeah. I was good at skating, but I was shit at everything else. Yeah. Like I couldn't do like, like no tricks or anything. Yeah. I could like, I'd, I'd, I'd like a fucking idiot, you know, if you see me like, <laughs> and, um, and I could do that with my legs. That's about it. Yeah. Crossovers. <laughs> yeah. Crossovers. <laughs> and I jumped on the, the, I don't know what the, the grind was called where yeah. it was just like two feet on it like that. Yeah. What's it called again? I can't remember. I don't remember. But I jumped on it with my two feet straight and just one leg went <laughs> and I just flew up in the air and landed on my hip you know, on the curb <laughs> nearly broke my hip <laughs> you know like he was crying laughing he messaged me about it the other day we still keep in touch we, yeah. he, he's, he works for like the trains now yeah. and so, life goes on he works, for, he works for the trains now hey, what he, he's still on the rails isn't he hey yeah I know he loves it oh he's a good lad he's a great lad um, um, but we used to do so many things like 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 on the way home from school, I'd just yeah. say, I'll oh, jump on the stump pegs on the blazer, you know, if you're on the back of the blazer, you know why I was going. <laughs> Kids are too cool for all that now. Yeah, we had a great life growing up. Like, that was so good. Yeah. Just got out there and experienced it. And yeah, right, you might get up to no good, but it wasn't like anything dodgy, was Score it? Score pick just... a partner. Did you used to play that in football? No. Score pick a partner, where like you, you all play footy, one person in goal, and then like obviously whoever scores, you pick a partner. Right. So it's two. Oh, then, then, so oh, say okay. there's like eight, say there's like so 10 years. So if you score, your team gets a bit bigger. No, no. So like, say there's like, say like there's 10 years playing. Yeah. I score, I pick you, 
they claim. So when it, me and you are on a team, we sit out, yeah. and then someone else scores. They pick the part, and in the end, your teams are two, and then you all go up against each other again. Oh, that's like cool. Next, next game's like two goals. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's called pick a partner. That's cool. You know, oh, like, oh, wouldn't, we wouldn't score pick a partner every day. We wouldn't yeah. the full thing. You know, like, <laughs> I won the full thing. Yeah. <laughs> the last per- the last person's either re- like usually the last team's usually just shit. Yeah. You know, because like the two players that no one, <laughs> that no one picked and no one yeah. scored. But it's a fair way to pick <laughs> yeah. them. And every now and again they win. Yeah. You know, like, like how the fuck did they win? You know, like yeah. But then it's ever oh, his ball it is. It's like right, I'm go- I've gone home now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the ball, you, the ball. Every time you got a football, it used to like the the things used to come off them, didn't yeah. they? Like, like the lever yeah. off one patch of like it. Ev- eventually, you'd just have no lever on the ball, would you? Yeah, just be like dead rough. A mighty you, ball. You ever play? Oh, yeah, mighty were the ones. Mighty Casey's used to call them. Like, I've yeah. got a Casey, proper Casey. Yeah, yeah, mighty ball. Yeah. Did you ever play Tanas? Yeah, yeah. It used to be called. Uh, it used to be called something like Jesus or something, and I was you know, just stand there with your arms out like that. Is yeah. that the one where you built the ball at me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you class. Had put, you had to pull your pants down, and I was. Oh yeah, yeah. That was only if you were game, you know, to do that. Yeah, well, we were all gay, so it was, game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were calling me gay. I was like, yeah, you're right, gay. What's wrong with that? So, but no, it's gay. Fuck's sake! No, no that's a little game. Game, <laughs> yeah. game. My yeah. accent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, cracked me up. That. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> no, no, there's anything wrong with it. Just you getting excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was watching that um, Burt Chrysler with Tony Hawk the other day I, I, I've, I've listened to that yeah, on the way at my that. last gig yeah. yeah he was talking about um, Burt Chrysler he was saying he couldn't ollie I, I used yeah. to and when Burt Chrysler I tried and tried and tried when Burt Chrysler said about um, ollieing on the grass I remember trying it on that as well yeah yeah ollieing you see much of um, you know Casey Neistat he's a big big YouTuber yeah yeah he always he, he's got an office in New York and he's always bombing around on the they're called boosted boards have you ever seen him no, I've not seen booster oh, balls. They look class. I would love one of these. Are they expensive? Yeah. What is it, like a hoverboard or something? What is it? That's a skateboard. You have a remote in your hand. Yeah. You just forward it, it goes fucking flies. In fact, let me show you a video case. I don't see much BMXs now. Yeah. BMXs? Yeah, I, don't, I, I seriously don't. I don't see kids on BMXs now. Do you? Not many, no. Look at your fidget spinners. These fidget spinners. Yeah, yeah. So that's his office in New York. This is going to be a comprehensive review of this $1,500 electric skateboard. $1,500? Get a car. This $449 skateboard. Let me just skip it and see him get some bits. I just want to see him go on it. I know, same. He got one that was a suitcase. He had a suitcase that folded into a skateboard and just kept decking it. Yeah. If you're wondering why we're carrying the juice board, it's because, like, I want to ride the first time on camera and in New York City, we got to make sure we're somewhere we can, like, ride. 12.5 million subscribers he's got. Yeah, yeah. Like, see, it'd be good for me, but then... I don't know. I was good, I was good on a... Were you good on a skateboard? I was all right on a skateboard. I wonder how I'd be on a skateboard now. I think not as good as you think you'd be. That's how I feel I'd be. I think I'd. I could go down hills right. on that and control it. Could you? I, I, I think I'd feel like I could. No, I, I prob- could when I was younger. Oh could yeah, you? yeah, same. I've snowboarded as well, so I get the whole like. Like I used to, I used to like. I could go to school on a skateboard. Yeah. And my school's like a mile and a bit away. Yeah. And I could comfortably get there fast. Like if I had a time to get yeah. there when I was younger. So if you if you needed nip home now and I, I had a skateboard, 
Oh. You could get on. Nah, it'd, like, <laughs> it'd be take me fucking ages. <laughs> even like like, but I was even comfortable as in like there was banks near where I live, like yeah. a lot of banks, and I used to go down a lot of hills, and I'd be able to get out the way of people quite easy. You know, if like. You know, like if I could see so now I'd I'd shit myself. You know, yeah. if I seen a car coming towards me, I'd be like, oh, I'm dead. Whereas previously, just like ollie on the bonnet and flip round it or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. Grab hold of the back. And- but we used to go, used to go to the skate park. Mm. This good bonnet Preston Park looks it's like decent. I no, wish. we used to go to the skate park. It was an indoor one, right? Um, called Ape Skate in Farnaby, right? Years ago, I used to get your own, um, you know, like your ID card. Yeah. It got laminated in that. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a t-shirt that said bad to the bone. <laughs> that my brother made for me actually because yeah. he went on his, um, on his, my older brother when he went to his, what's it called? Yeah. Work experience. Yeah. He worked in my cousin's t-shirt place. Oh yeah. There you go. And he made me a t-shirt that said bad to the bone. Nice. It was like a skull on it, you know. And I've got it on my, uh, I've, on my, my ape skate card. I wish I still had it. I wonder if my mum has still got it. I don't think she will obviously. It was laminate and I'm like that on it. <laughs> yeah, look at me. <laughs> he was a skater boy. <laughs> but obviously, when I got that, I could do the half pipes. Yeah. Not the big ones. I was just chicken. I shit myself. And then there was a guy in our school called. You can bleep the name out. Um, <laughs> there was a guy, um, and he was he was a nice kid. He used to a very quiet, a bit of a loner. And he used to do a lot of cross-country running. Right. And he was like, even if someone's watching it from our school, they'll know who I mean. We used to yeah. call him like Forrest Gump. But I was always dead nice to him. I yeah. always was. Slapping by himself on the road, just running. Just used to just uh, a bit of a, yeah. bit of a, like, like a, quite, quite. A recluse? A, oh, definitely a recluse. Yeah. But he'd still come and play football with us. Yeah. And I was, I'm glad I was always nice to him. I always was nice to him. Because yeah. some people are dicks, aren't they? Yeah. And he came up to me, he's like, oh, do you go to the skate park? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He said, who'd you go with? Like, and I was like, just come along one time, like, if you want. Mm. And he like came along on his own and he was one of these weirdos, not weirdos in a bad way. I mean, yeah. I mean, one of these weirdos where just you become something. good at something. Yeah. Just instantaneously. Like, is that the right word to use? Yeah. It like, just becomes like without trying. Yeah. So and, he took to it like a And duck, he, duck out water. of everyone, right, became this, so there was a vert ramp. Yeah. He was the first person to go down the vert ramp out of all like the people in our year. Yeah. And like, it was literally vertical, like from as high as this ceiling. And yeah. He used to go down it. But then he like became like, you know, like just because obviously he must have liked it. Yeah. He used to just start going on his own, you know, like um, like with no none of us going and that. Like he'd be like, yeah. oh, I went to the skate park on Saturday. And my, yeah. my dad took me there. His dad would just sit in the cafe nearby. And then he like, he was like, became like weirdly like freakish. So like he'd like, he'd jump like from the, the vert ramp would be there. And then he'd, he used to stand on top of the cafe on the railings on top and jump from the cafe down the, down the, you know, like, yeah. like, like, you're obviously good at it. Um, and he just stopped. Cause I remember talking to him. I said, do you still go? Cause obviously we'd all quit. We yeah. all like, you, you, you get, you go through phases, don't you? Yeah. And I was like, and he was still going. I was like, why'd you stop? He was like, oh, I got bored of it. And I'm still like, he got into running and yeah. he became like a good runner. And like ADHD um, again, maybe he was just like, yeah, he was a clever hyper focused, but then something else came along. Like, no, but he was good. He was good. And you know, when I think about it now, like it's, it's sad really. Cause when I think of it now, like he's probably doing well. Hope he is doing well. Anyway, he's a lovely kid. Um, but like nowadays, he'd have probably been pushed. Mm. Do you know because he'd have been good? People have been videoing him and stuff. Yeah, and he'd have been like he'd have been that kid who, who was really really good. Yeah, probably and had a YouTube had, channel doing all those skate yeah, tricks. Yeah, and then that had made him. Um, but he also became a really really good runner. Right. So I was always a good runner at school, believe it or not. Mm. So when we were doing like cross country or or, or is eight hundred meters or, yeah. or whatever the 
what's the next one? 800 metres and there's a 1200 metres that you go like, I can't uh, remember maybe, what it is. Yeah. Or the 1600 metre. Yeah, twice around the track. I always thought a lot, I could, I've got a good chance of winning this in our year. And in about year 11, I was always like really fit running and I, yeah. and, and I just could hear, <sighs> and I was thinking, I'm ahead of you by my mile. And then I could hear, and I was thinking, who's that? And then he just flew past me. And what had happened is he joined a running club, you know, like, yeah. and but no, but he didn't tell anyone, you know. And he, beca- do, and he became this like this like he became like cross country champion. He was like national champion and all that. He was a great runner. Um, and then when I started boxing all the time, when I was older, he rang me. He got in touch with me on Facebook and he was like, uh, "I noticed I've seen you go running. Do you fancy doing a run one time?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, of course." And we were in Yarm. And he, I said, "I'll go running with you." And I thought, "This is going to be a hard run. This like he's he's a." proper top athlete yeah. and I'm a boxer and we went running and he said I said do you want to do the arm fun run route which is about four mile I think or five right. I was like yeah so we've done it and we were both like talking to each other while we're yeah. doing it but going, on at a a fast, pace. going at a fast pace and I'm thinking he was like and he went do you want to do it again and I thought well I'm not giving up here you know like in my head <sighs> yeah. so I was like yeah yeah and I was fit as at the time so we've done like an over done it again and like it started getting a bit like that you know on the end of the run and we were talking now and again and and then towards the end of it, I, I my my mindset had to um I had to try and beat him on the mindset, he'll admit this. Yeah. And I said to him at the end, I said, Right, that should be us. I was like, Do you want to do some sprints with press ups? And he was like, Yeah, I don't really do sprint. And I was like, Yeah, we'll do some sprints with press ups. And after he'd done two or three sprints, I'd beat him. I was like, Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, I won this. I won this psychologically. <laughs> <laughs> but if it had been a race on the long distance, he'd yeah. have tortured me probably to beat me by quite a bit. Yeah. I also um when I, I went to when I was getting back into the boxing, I went to the new Clerval, mm. and Richard Kilty was there. Ah, oh, fucking hell! Teesside Tornado, yeah, he's got gold medals in like yeah. world champion at. 16. I've met him. He's, I'm yeah, yeah, he's good lad. He's yeah. one of my mates, he's, Rich. Yeah, what a, what a like story that he's is. He's gonna come on the podcast soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, Get him on. And he, uh, we, he was. I had some spaghetti or something <laughs> before I went before I went running. He was doing his training. He was just it was before the Olympics or something. He was doing. And I said to him, how fast can you do that then? Like, you know, and he told me, and I was like, time me. Like, you know, you know what I'm like? <laughs> yeah. And like, we were laughing because uh, I tried to do it as fast as I could, you know, just to see if I could yeah. like get anywhere near his time. And it was something like five and a half seconds faster, you know, like, like, yeah. which is a long oh, time. Yeah. And like, it was like five and, and that was me like half fit, you know, like fit. I was going for it as hard as I could. Threw up after. You know, so, you know, so and I was like, I was like five and a half seconds after. If that was a real race, I'm telling you, they'd cut to the break. Yeah, I'd come back on. I'd still be running. You know, like he'd be there with his flag on. He'd be like, you know, some of these like like some of these athletes though, like they're just the freaks, aren't they? Mm. It's not the right word to use. Freak of nature, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, freak of nature. Yeah, it's not derogatory. It's almost a compliment. It's like they're just so good. It's not normal. Like yeah, too yeah. Good. I'm like Usain Bolt. Mm. Absolutely. No yeah, more Farah, Usain Bolt. There's loads of freaks if you name, like in in in. in, in <laughs> the, fuck no, bloody everywhere these freaks. <laughs> not in sports. It's Floyd Mayweather's yeah. a freak, isn't he? In boxing, like, yeah. like you just can't be like like a robot. Yeah, you know, like like just as if he was just born to box. You just get someone all the time who like pushes, just pushing the boundaries or just changes it. Lionel Messi levels in football. It up. Yeah, you think about world records are constantly broken, which means the world record in like 1960, like wasn't that difficult compared to what the, like you, if Usain Bolt did 100 metres against someone in 1970 like 10 seconds the faster wouldn't he like because yeah, there's records everyone's getting better and better and better nutrition practice training all yeah, this stuff yeah yeah definitely 
Everyone's on steroids. Yeah, yeah, we're all juiced I've, up. <laughs> I've just started going back in the gym today. I'm on creatine. I'm going to start taking yeah. creatine. I'm, uh, yeah. you know, just to get myself back a bit of, I'm going to start taking creatine. That's yeah. me. I'm, I'm going to tell everyone every time, I'm on the creatine. The creo. I, took, I took creatine before. I've never, took, I've never yeah. took anything like steroids or anything, but I took creatine before when I was yeah. training. It's just a supplement though. And everyone, was like, like, and everyone was like, oh, you must be on the steroids. Because it does put weight on, you know, like yeah. it does like if you do it properly. Um, but I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were on about like testosterone. It's banned over here, isn't it? Well, in America, you yeah. can get it, can't you? You get yeah, it prescribed, you can, can't you? You can, you can get, when I first started the gym, the guy I went to the gym with had these and they were like, yeah, uh, what do you call it? Test- yeah, they were like testosterone boosters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it wasn't oh like no, you can get them t- from like, you can get them from like Holland and Barrett, can't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I'm on about real tests. Like, actually, like almost steroids. Yeah, you can get them in, you can get them in, um, in, America, you can just get it prescribed by the doctor. Yeah, I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna come in next week, like <laughs> massive chin on you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mum Bert was talking about Tony Hawk's, wasn't he? Mm. Yes, uh, uh, I don't know actually. I don't know why I've got Tony Hawk was injured. He's saying we've never took testosterone for injuries. That I think that's where I got up to actually. That makes sense. So you watched about seven minutes, did you? Yep. On <laughs> <laughs> here somewhere. How many things have you been watching? Oh, I just flip between the two. I get a bit bored. So you ADHD? Yeah. I am. Who's talking about it? 25 minutes in. Yeah, yeah. Bert's a cool guy, isn't he? Oh, mate. I'd love to just... Bert's another guy I'd like to meet and yeah. chat with. Oh, can you imagine getting him on the podcast? Oh, he's class. He's Bert's a, Bert. Theo Vaughn's a cool guy as well. Yeah. Theo Vaughn's a cool guy, isn't he? Yeah, it's nice it's to Tom- see some of them starting to do more UK tour dates as well. Like yeah, Bert has done, and I think Tom Segura's yeah, Tom. looking to do some some dates. I'd love to get Theo over here and try yes. and get him on the podcast while he's on and stuff. Just um, so funny. I just think the way the Americans are, they're, they're just like, I, well, I say in that, like, do you know when you they're very advanced, aren't they? In 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 a lot of things, but we're advanced as well. I mean, I went to I was in London the other day, um, mm. and if you live in England and you've never been to London. You need to go to London, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah, you've got to at least tick it off the bucket list. You've got to do it. It's the, cap- got the capital. London is really good. Mm. And you don't have to spend a fortune. Yeah. You can get a train ticket early on. If you get a train ticket a couple of months before you go, yeah. it's only two and a half hours on the train. Yeah. And you can and you can get a train ticket for what? £40 return? Yeah. Something like that. You can get like first class. If you book f- like further enough in advance, it's not much more. Yeah, you stay in a travel lodge or something. Yeah, lodge to like travel. 70 quid or something at night or whatever. Or Not, not that you sort of worn off with me, really, with London, because um, I used to work in London quite a bit. Used to, cause I used to work for Barclays. Um, yep. My team sort of reported into Canary Wharf. Yep. So we'd always have meetings or events and stuff down there, so I'd, be do, I'd stay down there for like weeks at a time. And there was one point I used to work for Mayor's Office for Policing and Crime. I used to work for Boris Johnson two days a week. Yeah. So I'd get the train one Monday and then come back the Tuesday when he was the mayor of London um, doing like cyber shit. And it's just, it was every week I'd be like staying you in the hotel. Boris? Yeah. Have you? You get that quiet. Well, it's not so much like he would not, he wouldn't remember who I am, even though I worked for him. If anyone who's listened to our podcast who hasn't been in the UK, definitely say you've got to try like the Yorkshire Moors, haven't you? Yes. That would be definitely one of them. Yeah. You've got to, haven't you? Oh, it's just totally different yeah. again, isn't it? And I'm born, born in Lancashire, raised in Cheshire. I was in Lancashire at the weekend. Is yeah. it? No, no, I was in Lincolnshire. Oh yeah, very simple. handsome. Um, it's a different, just yeah. a different letter. <laughs> oh yeah, Rothenstall. I'd never even knew it existed. Rothenstall. It's yeah. Rothenstall. It's like spelt, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
was in Yorkshire Moors. I was just thought I'd just. I just. I, I think I'm supposed to hate Yorkshire because I'm born in Lancashire, but I don't. I think I prefer Yorkshire. Like it's just. Yeah, yeah. God's own country. They say. Don't there was that Northumberland. I can't remember. Anyway, Lakes you're right. District. Yes, beautiful. Bonus. I, I think you realise that you're older, or you're getting older, when you start liking and appreciating stuff like that. Mm. So one night I was gigging somewhere near the lakes, um, and on the way back from the yeah. gig. I just stopped off. Yeah. Just to look at the lake. Yeah. And the view. Take a couple of You know, for a bit and just, 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 just took time. It's nice that. No, just to enjoy it. Yeah. As cringy as that sounds. Yeah. I was just like enjoying, no, I, I, na- I, I, enjoying nature. I was like, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And then I went to the valleys in Wales. I was gigging there as well. Yeah. In the valleys. Mm, yeah. In the <laughs> valleys. And me and Will went for a walk up the, was a picture on my Facebook. Oh. I need to find it now because I can't not have it on the yeah. It wasn't podcast. Um, the mountain in the valleys. Yeah, we. So the mountain that we used to drive to. So when I used to, where I lived in Cheshire, it's like not far from Chester. Yeah, on the other side of Chester, you're in North North Wales, and there's um. We used to climb. There's a mountain there you can climb that everyone's too popular. It might even be one of the three peaks. What are the three peaks? It was them? one of them. What are they called again? I should know this. Do my head, I can't remember. Um. Snowden. It was Penny Fan though, though we went up. Oh, right. It was. And had a big drop. Yeah. Um I've got a picture of me at the top. I'll show you. So three peaks, Ben Nevis, Scarfell Pike, and Snowden. Um Snowden's like not it's like just over the border in Wales and not not far. So where so you in the like that's like South Wales, like Cardiff way. Yeah, yeah. Car- yeah. I've done Cardiff a few times, but this was yeah. in the actual valleys. We were in the valleys yeah. performing, it was show over there. And- um, and it was class, great crack. Yeah. Um, I'll try and find the pitch. Proper wheels. Oh yeah, yeah. you know. You watched the Wrexham, Wrexham City. Is it Wrexham City, Wrexham Town? Yeah, with Wrexham, uh, Wrexham FC. Ryan Reynolds and them lot. I'm still trying to find this picture. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm just trying to you're fill just, a bit of time while you're while I'm fucking you know, about checking emails and. I need to find this picture. <laughs> you know what I'm like. I won't, I won't sell. In pictures, that. you can search for stuff. I found know. it. Yeah. So that was like up. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Like. Decent view. It's got my cock out on it. It's good, that mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I didn't even know until I was listening on the radio the other day about Wrexham that um, Ryan Reynolds owned it. Yeah, yeah. It's I didn't even know that. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McAnally. I did not even know that. Oh, yeah, it was like. I was like, oh, as if it's owned by Deadpool. Yeah. So, you got, you got Disney Plus? We did have it. Right. It if you ever get it back, they've done like a behind the scenes Wrexham. Ryan Reynolds, them lot, like documentaries about 10, 11 episodes, I think. It's really good. It's really funny. And you get to watch a bit of behind Ryan the Reynolds is funny. He's doing a tour. He's doing a stand-up tour. Ryan Reynolds is. Ryan Reynolds is doing it. Put it in. Ryan Reynolds is doing stand-up. He's never done stand-up before. Yeah. Before. He'll know all the right people to help him. Like, yeah, of course he will. Seven. Almost certainly he's doing stand-up. I think he's doing a UK tour, to be fair. Yeah, or two the arena, isn't he? Oh, yep. Oh, he's a, he's a good-looking fella as well, isn't he? He's got it all. He'll find that quite comfortable, though, I think. Oh, yeah. I think he's very quick-witted, isn't he? So he's yeah. got a bit of bones to his set. People will want to just listen to his stuff every, anyway, yeah. won't they? Tell stories, talk about Blake Lively and the kids, talk about Deb, like, yeah. I watched... Um, I look forward to watching that, aren't cool? The guy who plays Leslie Chow in The Hangover. Yeah. What's his name again? Why do you never shut your brows? That'll give me anxiety. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I keep getting up with loads of stuff. Like, I want to watch that later. Oh, I want to watch that later. Real name. It came up, you know, straight away, and it was at the top of the search bars. If the, what's the real name? 
Yep. What's his real name? Ken Jong. That's it. Ken Jong Jong. Ken Jong. Yeah. Ken Jong. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Chow. Mr. Chow. I watch his stand up. Um, it's on Netflix, isn't it? Or it has been. Yeah, because when he was a, uh, when he was um, coming through, he was a doctor, wasn't he? Mm. In real life. Yeah. A bit like Simon Brodkin. Simon Brodkin was a doctor as well. Lee Nelson, um, who used to play Lee Nelson, he yeah. does Simon Brodkin now, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, obviously, Ken Chang. Is it Ken Chang? How do you say his name, Mr. Chow's name? Ken Chang. How do you say his name, Ken? Ken what? Well, I think it's Ken Jong. Ken Jong. I guess I'm like Ken Jong. Yeah, I think it'd be like being compared to that. Well, no, but it's in terms of pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, he talks about his stand-up and he, he, he said um, he said that when Zach Calif- Galifianakis yeah. why are we picking so many hard names know, yeah. <laughs> used to come on the scene he was really good apparently yeah. Zach Galifianakis was a really really good stand-up yeah. and he said if he was on there before you'd be like ah oh, fuck really yeah yeah but there was a lot of them come through wasn't that the same so Adam Sandler was a mm? good stand-up as well wasn't he, he predicted yeah. his own future didn't he? Did he so he went on stage and he said uh he said something about, I was in New York, I was in the, he, he does a joke and he talked about a taxi, yeah. a cab. And he goes, I was in a cab, he goes, it cost me blah, blah, blah. But I don't have that type of door yet. He, was, he goes, I will do one day though. I will do. Yeah. He says, and then he goes, I'll definitely have that type of money at one day. And then he carries on doing his set. Yeah. Do you know, he just throws it in. You know, yeah. as if he's like being, he's and he can tell it's his that. man. Yeah. He's like, I will do one day though. Yeah. You know, now he's absolutely, I mean, Adam Sandler's a lot of my childhood, like, yeah. A lot of my childhood, like things like the Water Boy and, and and like Big Daddy and stuff like that. It's a, if you had to say a childhood actor who was one of your favourite actors, who would you say? I probably would say Adam Sandler or maybe Ben Stiller. Like Jim Carrey. I, Jim Carrey, yes, a big Ace Ventura fan. Dumb and Dumber. The Mask. Mask. Jim Carrey was class, wasn't he? He still is class. Adam Sandler, four hundred twenty million dollar net worth. Four hundred twenty million dollars net worth. What would you do? I was watching a, one of the um, Diary of a CEO episodes that they did with, who was it? He's the singer. Scottish fella. Lewis Capaldi. Lewis Capaldi. Yeah, he was on it. It was, it was good. He's, he's had quite a troubled sort of journey into it all in terms of like mental health. Things like it's, it's well worth a listen if you haven't. He's got Tourette's, hasn't he? Hmm? He's yes, got Tourette's, yeah, he's quite recently diagnosed, all that in summer. Um has he got ADHD and stuff as well? Yeah, he's got a, a couple of bits. He's funny as him. He is so naturally funny. He is so naturally funny. Yeah. Loves Capaldi. It helps he could, he's he could do stand-up. Right? Oh, of course he could. Yeah. He's talented. Yeah, maybe that's what he'll do uh, What he'll do next. Why was I talking about Loves Capaldi? What was the same? Because you were talking about money there, 420. Oh, yeah, he was saying that he Googled, he Googled his net worth and it said like $10 million or £10 million. And he was like, where the fuck is it? Yeah, I'm yeah. skint, man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me some of this ten million dollars I'm worth. I bet he's playing it down a bit. Yeah, yeah he's probably. got hasn't he? He must be worth ten million now at least. Must oh, he? yeah, yeah. He quits in, but then so like he'll advertise, he advertised his new album. He just took his top off, put some sunglasses on, and was like that on a tube thing. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, was he? Um, it's like I used, to, I used, to, I, I think a lot of people do that. I think that's just like, I think especially if you're inspiring for stuff, you always tend to like. You type someone in, then you go net worth. But I don't yeah. think it always gives the right one. Because yeah, Tom Hardy was worth about five million for years. Yeah. And he'd done all them films. And I was like, Tom Hardy is not worth five million dollars. Yeah. Surely not. He probably got paid that for Batman. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, playing Bane. He's a great actor, yeah. Tom Hardy, isn't he? It's that, that's one of those go-to impressions that everyone does now, isn't it? Like, you are Dr. the It's like, all right, yeah, we can do it. Is that Bill Cosby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the right brain and comedy. <laughs> oh, Chief Wiggum, innit? Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? 
if you if you look like if you look like your childhood and you had to say actors And Men in Black. I like Men in yeah. Black, but the Mask was the one yeah. where I remember. Like, I think my mum got me on video. I was buzzing. Yeah. I used to watch it over and over again. You used to do that with videos. Like, Tommy Gun. P A R T Y. What a film. Yeah. Jim Carrey's such a good actor as well, mm. isn't he? The Mask is one of those films that comes on telly every now and then, and you're like, oh, the Mask's on. Let's stick it on and watch it. It's got some really funny bits in it as well, mm. hasn't it? Cameron Diaz is hot in it as well. Cameron Diaz, when he comes and he. Um, and he uh, she goes, I just want to kiss at the end. And that guy goes, he kisses her. And then the, the, the mask goes on the dog, doesn't it? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to think at the end. Oh, that's when Thingy comes in the end, doesn't he? The mask, he swallows yeah. the dynamite, doesn't he? Yeah. My kids always make me do the thing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the bit that I was on about then, the bit where yeah. he goes, he burps and he goes, that was a spicy a meatball. <laughs> um, and then Robin Williams, like Jumanji. Oh, that was on the other day, Jumanji. Robin so, Williams was a great actor, wasn't he? Yeah. And it's such a sad like way yeah. when you think... I mean, he was suffering though, wasn't he? Yeah. Like you think like, how can like, like obviously people need to talk to them when, they, when mm-hmm. you're going through a bad time, but like, like it's so, it's, it's a weird one with Robin Williams now because when you watch his stand-up or you watch his, his, his programs, mm-hmm. his, his, even his like, like even my missus says this because he's like my, like Mrs. Doubtfire, like yeah. he's, my, he's my girlfriend's favourite film. Yeah, great and She film. said, but it just makes it so sad, you know, seeing like, Robin Williams now, like when you see an interview of him, I've seen an interview of him on Jonathan Ross the other day, and he's so natural, yeah, just so talented, you know, like at being. Just and you think listen, how can you? like how can someone like that? But he had um, was it called? It was like a dementia, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, early onset yeah. Alzheimer's. And he didn't want to. He didn't want to like. Was it, Neuron? it was. I think it was. Let me just. Cause I don't want to say this wrong. His wife mm-hmm. said at the time it was. Um, his wife said at the time he was like, because a lot of people have said that it was from like financial problems, drug addiction, major yeah. depression and all that. People just speculate, like, don't bother. Like, yeah, yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Make it but up. his wife said that it was from, it was, Louis body dementia. Right. Which is Louis. Because yeah, there are lots of different types, I didn't realise. Dementia is a horrible yeah. disease. My grandma had it, it's not nice. What like um, yeah, uh, Louis. But body, my uncle's got dementia now. Louis, yeah. um, it's like a body dementia. It's one right. of the most. So like, I think obviously, like you end up like being, I think like disabled. Like obviously by the end, you know. Yeah. And he probably didn't want to see people. He didn't want to have people portraying him like that, did yeah. he? Obviously, like in his mind. But yeah, thinking of other people. You think about someone who puts on such a front and making people laugh. This like. Everyone wants to listen to them, oh, but then they're cop- suffering. I think you can sometimes, in some films and some things you see, it's like when people have those dead eyes. It's just a bit like... Oh, definitely. I had dead eyes for a bit when I was going through a hard time. Yeah, yeah. I had, like, you know, you notice, like, you're like... It, people don't... I, mean, I, I say it all the time now. It's, it's the most... It's annoying when you hear it when someone says it to you, but when you are going through a bad time and you're going through a terrible time in your life, there's people who say to you, like... like in Luke Combs' song, the lonely one, he's talking about a girl who splits up with a mm. with a with a boyfriend, and he says, and one of the words in the song is, "The clock on the wall." Yeah. Don't worry, the clock on the wall will make like that. That'll be the cure. Yeah, basically saying time is a time's a healer, and yeah. it is so true. Like if you are going through a bad time, yeah, nine times ninety nine percent of the time, I guarantee you, 
eventually it will be better. Yeah. But you've just got to persevere. Got to ride you've the storm. To, you've got to yeah. think you've got to... Weather the storm. Yeah, yeah, you've got to. It's like when it's raining, yeah. freezing in the rain, and you're thinking, oh, eventually it's sunny. Yeah. You've got to just... When, you're ra- when, it's, when you're like, like, it's raining and you're soaking, you can't imagine being warm again, can you? You're just like, oof, you're just in that moment, suffering, shivering, and go on, mental the same as it, well. I, when, I, when I hit rock bottom, when I hit the worst part in my life, which was not, it was just like where my head was. It was just, yeah. it was just, wasn't to do with drugs. It wasn't to do with drink. It wasn't, it was just little things going on in my life and wondering if I was doing the right decisions and. It's the weight of the world. It's and like, then it feels like everyone's being negative to you when you're like that. And you, yeah. you get an attitude in the end where you're just like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm point? not interested no more. I'm not interested in like listening to someone. You can tell me all the stuff you want, but yeah. I'm going to go with my head. Yeah, and it takes sometimes rock bottom to bring you back up. I mean, I went right to the bottom. A lot of people know about that from following my story. Mm. I went to the worst you could probably get to. Yeah, but you come back and, yeah. and now, and I think that same person that I was at that time, if someone had told me that my life would have been this good now, I'd have told him to fuck off. Yeah, I'd have said talking shit. I, yeah, I'd have said you're talking shit. Like I'd because like. You just, you just like, and that's for anyone who's, if there's anyone listening now and anyone who's thinking, oh God, I'm having a really, really crap time mm. or I'm going through a really hard time. Like that is just to say that things will always get better no yeah. matter, no matter what. It's good to talk. It's a good link actually as well because I'm, I'm working with BroPro UK at the moment on bringing BroPro from Lincolnshire to Teesside. Yeah. So it'd be great to get you involved with that as well. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, like we're going to book a venue. So I'm trying to get it at the Riverside. At the Riverside I come with a fee, by the yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Can you do it? It's good exposure. <laughs> hey, fuck them charities. <laughs> Corinne, we're having, uh, we're having exposure fatigue again tonight. <laughs> All right. But yeah, we're going to get um, like a kickoff event where people can come. There'll be spe- people, guest speakers. Like, I'll introduce people and yeah, yeah. sort of compare, cool. I guess, a bit. And then the guys from BroPro will be coming up. Uh, thinking of getting my mate Lee to come on because he's been talking about his recovery process. Be great for you to do, yeah, do yeah. a little bit, like maybe tell a few jokes, but then um, also break well, into I'm, your... I'll be bringing it into my stand-up. There's a show that yeah. I'm trying to write now. It won't be the show that I'm doing in Billingham. I might mention it in Billingham. Um, I might mention stuff that I've never mentioned on stage before to test it out, to yeah. see how it goes. But I probably I'm going to go down a, that route yeah. in my stand-up because mm-hmm. I want to show that I can write, that I can... Because I've been there and I genuinely have been there. Yeah. Like, because there's a lot of people who say, "Oh, yeah, I've been depressed," yeah, and, and like, and and that's not taking anything away from no. anyone. People can feel depression in different ways, yeah. and, and they can feel down, and they can feel down. You can also feel down without having depression. Yeah, of course you can. When, you, but trust me, when you want to fucking do yourself in, and the only thing you can think about is killing yourself, yeah, that will make yourself feel better. Yeah. That is depression. Yeah, when you're thinking like, "Oh, yeah, it'll be better if I kill myself." I wonder if I'll kill myself tomorrow. Yeah, because everyone else will be better off if I kill myself. Yeah, yeah, just yeah get of myself out of the way. Not, but I'm and, not a problem anymore. And and, and like obviously. And close friends, family, Corinne helped get me through my daughter. Yeah. My daughter, like, my, you know, and kids, uh, Jude, awful. like, but in, and Corinne and that, like, and then you you realize when you hit that low and you think, like, mm. and do you know what one of my, do you know, help me get through about it? Is good to talk about it and it mm-hmm. shows you how good it is to talk about it. One of the, what, who helped me get through it a lot without, and he won't even know this. I, I got to tell him it was face, it was Mike, uh, Mike Tyson, <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> it's Tyson Fury. It it's Tyson Fury. And I got to tell him it was first, and I was buzzing about that. Yeah, I, I remember saying, actually, what did he say to you? I, I spoke to him when me, me and Tyson Fury were in the, in the um, back room. Mm. Uh, he was doing a, a, a big like big gig. There was like 2,000 yeah. people there, and he was talking about his life. Is it one like a corporate type? Yeah, 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 yeah. but it was like a, a, it's one of the arenas, 
and he was doing it it was like sold out yeah and I got to meet him someone asked me said do you want to go and meet Tyson Fury so I went down of course I do <laughs> and uh, I know his bodyguard as well Brendan because he's, he's been at a few gigs that I've done in Wales yeah. and Cardiff funnily enough and when I when I got there when he, when he was talking to me um, he was just talking about boxing to everyone yeah right like just just in the back room and I was thinking, I, I was thinking, do I pluck the courage up to say it? Do I pluck the courage up? And literally, we had like a, a window opportunity of, of you just and, knew. And I just said, I said, oh Tyson, I said, I just want to say, um, I said, keep doing what you're doing with the mental health thing. You, you, you totally like, like, like someone like yourself, world champion. You've got the your heavyweight champion of the world. Someone who's like big and strong and, and like basically the macho man yeah. of of what all lads want to be. Yeah. I said, come out with what you've came out with. I said, you helped me loads. I said, I went through a terrible time. I said, but I've came through it. I said, and you did help a lot. Because at the time when I did, and he said to me, he said, uh, keep going. <laughs> keep going and keep positive. That's keep doing the comedy. You know, I love you know, that. Do you, know, like, do you know, like, and he was like, and he's like, you know, he gives, basically gives a hug. Yeah. You know what I mean? I felt like a big bear giving me yeah. a hug, you know. Bit like, too tight. Like, you know, I'm thinking, you've, and you know, like, you, you talk to Tyson as if when, when I was speaking to him for them few minutes, you talk to him as if he's older than you. Yeah. And you forget he's the same age. He's the same age as us, but he's just a world champion heavyweight boxer. He's dedicated his entire life and, to boxing. And the fact that he can come out with stuff about mental health when you're in, because it must have been hard for him. Mm. And the fact as well that he was a gypsy as well, a traveler, yeah. and like you're known as a hard fighting yeah. man. You're a proud fighting man. Yeah, and for settling your fists. And, and for, yeah, settling stuff with your fists. That's just, and, and, but I've got a lot of gypsy friends, a lot of traveler friends, and they're good people. Yeah, there, yeah. There's a lot of good traveler gypsy friends who are very good people. Just get labelled tarnished with yeah, a stereotype. Everyone, gets, but everyone does, don't they? Yeah. People from Middlesbrough get tarnished. Yeah, we've, we've, we've been, oh, you're from Middlesbrough, you're from the North East. Yeah. Oh, you'd be like rough, scruffy, and, and yeah. like, you know, like, like in different parts of the country, yeah. which we are now. Yeah. Yeah. now. <laughs> but you do, people tarnish everyone, don't they? Yeah. But stereotypes are there some for of the a reason. If you don't know about that industry well, or that group, then you are going to make assumptions, but. Yes. But but when um Tyson like when Tyson came out with about his depression and, and he was talking about like how he just wanted to he he was driving that Ferrari. Yeah. I was just thinking like, that, yeah. And he was saying he was driving it like at super speed or whatever, he was going over hundred he said he was just thinking, I could just end it all now, I could just turn this. And he yeah. had a panic attack and everything, didn't he? And yeah. and like you think like for him to open up with that, because he was a, he would have genuinely because he said it, he said he had everything, he said it, yeah. and that, do you know what hit me the most, mm. was the fact that he said, I've got everything, I've got money, I've got, like, I'm world champion, family, I've got a family, cars, I've got career. kids, I've got a great life, he said, and I don't know what I'm depressed about, he said, I was saying to myself, we've got nothing to be depressed about, and in my head, that's what hit me the most, because when I was going through the bad time, I was doing well with my comedy, it was starting yeah. to take off, I'd started seeing a new girl, uh, Corinne, who I'm with now, yeah, yeah, and 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 I was like, and I was going through like a bad time. Me and Corinne had been talking, but we were only talking as like a friends at the time. Corinne yeah. was like, we were seeing each other, but like we were just talking, yeah, we were just making love. Oh, <laughs> no, no, but I was going through. She helped me a lot. Corinne yeah. helped me loads. Like I've told you that before. Yeah, yeah, like she yeah. helped me loads. Um, and you you think like, I mean, I have like a, a beautiful daughter. I've got a stepson. Yeah, who's amazing as well, and like I've got a great life. And now, but now I see that so clear. It's not, to, you know. it's not always circumstantial. It's a, it's a chemical imbalance that you cannot help. And yeah. it can be hereditary. You can get it from the, your family. It can be caused by something, but depression isn't about thick. Sometimes it's the absence of things, isn't it? It's because you see people with things you don't have and your life isn't as good, so you're depressed. But there are, like I said, just people that 
just have it. Just have this cloud following them around. Doesn't matter what they've got or what they haven't got. It's just there. And that, yeah, that to yeah. me shows how bad depression really is for those that, that you know, that really suffer with it. Well, no, man, I think talking and opening up and it definitely helped. And then, yeah. and then for me, I've just like, like I say, there's little things I'll do now. Like if, if I'm thinking a bit like, I can spin it round. Yeah. If I'm thinking, oh, just get on with it. Yeah. I'm tired. Get on with it. You'll be all right. And now I can now. I can. You know, yeah. you've just got to just know that things will get better. Yeah. And also remember that there's a lot of people in a lot of worse, mm. a lot of worse places. Yeah. But I think as well, because I've had therapy, which has been really helpful to be fair. And anyone who's thinking about therapy, because I know, like we talked about Bert Kreiser was talking about before, and loads of comedians are saying now that they're working with therapists. And I think that kind of, there's a stigma with therapy. Um, for a lot of people, they think it's like what you do if there's something wrong with you and this, that. But actually, just talking to someone who, who's there to listen, and they're not going to start telling you their problems. It's just, I think that's, that is amazing. Um, and they said to me, like, because I said, I know there's people worse off than me. And like, I'll, I'll stop you there. Yes, there is. You've got your problems and you are absolutely entitled to feel how you feel about them. Just because there's someone worse off, there's people better off. Don't take away from how you feel about your problems. Yeah, definitely. And you can't say, but like, oh, no, no, it doesn't matter. There's people worse off. Let's talk about you. And I think, yeah, opening up that conversation, that dialogue. And you, someone like you doing that, who has, as you said, been through that, lived through that, come out the other side. Yeah, of course. What, uh, what, um, what some, you know, something to really show. But I feel like, touch wood, I'm not saying I'm fully saved from it. No. I feel like now. I think you can be. But I feel like now I just touch wood and my life's good. Yeah. And I'm happy and I think I'm content. Yeah. Is content the right word to use? Like I'm, yeah, content. And I'm just aiming. I've got targets to aim for in my comedy. and You're ambitious. My career and my family targets, like holidays and places we want to go. Yeah. And like, like so like I've, I've, I've seemed to be in a good, I've, I've been in a good place for, since since that obviously. Yeah. I mean, that was a while back now. I can't remember. It was February. February was it? I've got it on my, I wrote it down. Yeah. I'll put it on my. I think it's a it's a good milestone to to look at because it's like the anniversary of when. Yeah, I always. Uh, it could have been it. It's like your new life, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Born again. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm so glad that it didn't go the other way. Yeah, yeah. To see the, some of the stuff you're doing now and and getting to do shows like this. The thing that the thing that's around. mental about it is is um, at the time, February the ninth, two thousand and twenty. Yeah. Was it? Was it was? And what we're in now. It's coming up in in February. It's coming up next week, next yeah. next Thursday. Right. When we record on that day, then maybe want to talk yeah. about it a bit more. We'll do like a bit of a mental yeah, health definitely. special or something. Yeah, sounds good. Like I said, um, yeah, if it helps one person listening, great. Of course, all Maz. What in September, fourth of September, two thousand nineteen, I was sharing Middlesbrough, the UK's suicide capital, or what what it was at the time. It was, and I was sharing that on fourth September two thousand nineteen. And then a few and months later, six months later, and then, but I was going through that. I was masking it, which that is was why almost I, a cry for help. But I was like, letting everyone know, like, listen, listen. If people need to talk, yeah. they can talk to me. And you know? I was like, my inbox is always open. Yeah. I was giving it all that bullshit. And actually, you wanted someone else's inbox to help you. Yeah, yeah, but I, but and that's why Tyson Fury helped me on that bit because I still yeah. felt like with the boxing and all that, I felt like oh. Yeah. Too, too like I'm too macho. I'm good, not, that's not me. Good takeaway to well, something to take away from the episode. Then is if anyone listening, and me and you, if ever you see someone who shares something on Facebook, wherever it is, about suicide, about mental health, and they say, if anyone needs me, blah blah blah, but you know, talk to me. We could all commit to messaging them and just double checking that they're okay. Yeah, yeah of course, hundred percent. 
we'll end on that note. I was going to say it's come to a nice conclusion and ended on a nice, nice warm feeling of love and, and yeah, yeah, looking definitely. after each other. Come on, lads. Definitely. <laughs> so if you've liked the episode today, um, click subscribe. Also, if, if you're feeling down, speak to someone. Mm. Always speak to someone. There's plenty of help out there. Yeah. We'll put some links at the end. Yeah. Okay, you'll see them. I've been James Kilverton. Hi, I've been Liam Senior. Um, <coughs> oh, yeah. Scene. <laughs>